Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassidy-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today, I'm very pleased to say we have Sarah with us. Hello, Sarah. Hello, how are you doing? Oh, wonderful, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to do this. No, absolute pleasure. It's really nice to be here. So thank you for inviting me. Oh, excellent. So tell me a bit about your business. So um, I'm the director of a business called Penal Reform Solutions. And I guess in a nutshell, what we focus on is growing people. So we um, do training, consultancy, as well as um, cultural work. So we look at how people can grow and um and the process of growth, and I guess overcoming those kind of challenges, but generally within criminal justice. So um, I'm a criminologist by trade, and I got my PhD in relationships and repairing relationships. So um, we apply that within our work. So we're very kind of evidence-based. Um, we're um, yeah very passionate about what we do. So prison reform, penal reform, that's our that's our bag, really. Wow, that, that's so many questions, but I, <laughs> but I do sense there's a story behind that. So that sounds like a very interesting journey. Would you be happy to share some of your journey with us? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I I started working um, at, at a prison back in 2004, and I guess kind of recognised that it wasn't a place where people rehabilitated. So I kind of said to myself, one day I'm going to come back and I'm going to have a bigger voice and I'm going to be a bit more confident and I'm going to hopefully kind of come back and, and change the system and make it a fairer, better place, really. So um, from that, my, my journey, I went into probation and um, facilitated therapy for about seven years and then had a great opportunity to train probation officers as a senior academic uh, at the Institute of Criminal Justice Studies. And during that time, I found myself in the um, Norwegian prison system where I got a three-year kind of research project looking at what aspects of their environment uh, led to personal growth because they have really low reconviction rates and they have really kind of humane conditions in some of their prisons. So my research tried to capture what that was all about. And um, it was literally the last week of um, doing that research and I had three interviews with three three prisoners um, and separately within those interviews I don't know if they engineered it but separately within those um, interviews they said you need to um, this is really you know you've you've got a lot of responsibility here you've got all this all this information all this knowledge you need to um, you need to leave academia and you need to you need to be active you need to be an activist that's what that's what we think so one said you know God has told me and another guy said Allah has told me Um, so I kind of um, I kind of reflected on that and thought, do you know what? Um, that's something that I feel really passionate about doing. And I kind of felt very privileged to have the information that they gave me. So I um, left Norway. I went back to work. I handed in my notice and I set up on my own. Um, yeah, September 2016. So I've been going ever since, really. But but yeah, that's my story behind it all. Um, advised by prisoners to start a business <laughs> and alas I'm here yes no higher authority I guess <laughs> no absolutely not no um, and we um we we are higher uh, prisoners and, and former prisoners as well so I guess um you know that's all part of the part of the ambition really is about including people in the solution so so yeah I take uh, I've got a lot a lot of um gratitude to people that are that have been in prison in terms of the advice they've given me along the way so yeah so uh, this might be just my personal interest here. You, you talked about your research and how the Norwegian prison population had low offender, offender rates. 
reoffender mm-hmm. rates. And uh, so, what were some of the key findings you had from that? Yeah, so we um, we created so in three separate prisons, we carried the same methodology out, um, where we asked people to capture quality practice and and what aspects of of the prison promoted growth, and then we analysed that with prisoners and staff, and we came up with the principles of growth. So, in a nutshell, the principles of growth are all around building meaningful relationships. So that's relationships with one another, with families, with communities, with society, um, with nature. So connecting with nature. Um, ad- creating positive um, coping strategies so basically developing capital resources in our in ourselves to give us the skills to um, I guess um, overcome problems and and difficulties that we have Um, it was also about meaningful work so having purpose and direction and um, I'm trying to think of the other ones oh tasting freedom so having the freedom to to do things so choice choice um, within the work that we do and experiencing a sense of normality so basically creating a safe space where people can grow is something that's really important so through with these principles we design all of our training we design all of our projects um, and look at how we can kind of maximize the impact of of the work we do looking at those kind of principles of growth so uh, yeah mainly meaning purpose and and relationships seem to be the the key things we focus on yeah and and that, that's right across board in life yeah absolutely so we we do lots of different stuff so at the moment I've been working with um you know corporate organizations in terms of COVID recovery and just talking about connecting with nature and and creating positive ways of coping and how our relationships have changed during COVID um as a way to support their well-being and promote well-being in in them um and that's been that's they found that really really useful the feedback's been really good uh, and we've also been applying it to a school to schools as well in terms of a preventative kind of strategy looking at instead of kids ending up in prison if we develop these principles as a preventative model um, before before they kind of um, get in trouble or before they are excluded from school then um, we can divert them away from that kind of school to prison kind of pipeline so so yeah we kind of think they are universal human conditions and and principles to live by Um, so that that idea that that normalizing I guess of people in prison is something we feel passionately about. So what would you say to, say, a business owner listening to this said, like, I haven't got time to go into the country or nature. What would be some of the benefits and um, maybe even some of the research behind that? Yes, there's absolutely loads of research around uh, specifically green and blue spaces and the therapeutic gain of them. So this idea of green being obviously trees and planting and grass and blue being uh, water, essentially. And by immersing yourselves into these spaces, the research kind of indicates how people feel free, freer or they feel that they have a space where they can reflect in a in a in a more kind of in a greater way. But also kind of it really, I guess, nurtures those kind of findings around mindfulness and being in the present and really kind of connecting with nature rather than just being this kind of passive actor within it Um, so there's loads of stuff within um, recovering from alcoholism um, in terms of prisons kind of carceral geography this idea that you know space is really important the space around us and the context around us has an has a massive impact so um, yeah there's lots of stuff not necessarily just within prison environments but just generally in terms of human potential and growth that green and blue spaces have their kind of therapeutic and almost restorative connect kind of um, kind of um, attributes almost. And, um, you know, even things like loneliness, you know, how we can maybe connect with animals or how we can connect with, with animals that kind of show us, unconditional acceptance or no judgment or you know um or empathy or compassion they can teach us these things through the connection of of animals and the environment around us so um yeah I think for people that are 
for people that are too busy, I, um, I would encourage them to make space, I guess. But I think um, if that's not possible, then it's also about, you know, within a prison environment that's very kind of concrete, let's say, um, you know, you have some guys that have spent 15 years and never touched grass or had grass kind of under their feet. And it's about how can we firstly enable them to have the access, but also what can we do? How can we bring nature into a wing? So whether that's through um, photography or whether that's through planting. So we ha- we used to kind of create kind of planting kind of troughs up up kind of walls where there were bar um, bars. So we, they would kind of grow chilies or herbs or you know, so you kind of get those kind of sensory experiences, but it would soften down your environment so it wouldn't feel so oppressive and it wouldn't feel so threatening. So almost linking to aspects of safety and how, how we feel, how safe we feel within an environment, planting and, and trees can, can enable us to, to, to lighten, lighten a climate up, um, as well as, um, I guess, enrich it through those kind of sensory experiences. Wow. That's, so some simple things you could apply straight away. Yeah. Yeah, pot plant, yes. Asda, two quid. <laughs> <Fabulous>. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if there's a so let's say there's a business owner listening to this and he thinks possibly he could give a job to somebody who's coming out of prisoners prison. Mm. What would be some of the benefits and things to make sure that was in place for everybody to get the most from the experience? Yeah, I think I think there's there's so much there, and and I think from employing so seven of the guys on our team, I say guys because I've mainly worked in in male prisons, um, but seven seven of the guys work with us as former prisoners, and um, you know that's not without its challenges, absolutely. But I think in terms of that kind of sense of loyalty, um, you know, this resonates, I guess, with other organisations that do employ um, former prisoners. But that that kind of sense of loyalty, that sense of commitment, um, that utter support in terms of, I guess, the work we do, feeling passionately about it because they've they've lived and they breathed behind the door really um but that real dedication is something that i've never experienced in any other kind of um in in other employees to the same level or, or you know it's quite unique in terms of um, what we get from them but I think there has to be some form of scaffolding and support mechanism across what we're doing so at the moment we're putting a bid in to work with a tree planting organization which obviously fits really well with with um connecting with nature um so a tree planting organization that that we would love to um do some work within prisons so that we kind of train them up in prisons and then with that when they get released they get those opportunities to go and kind of plant trees in Scotland Um, but alongside that I think there needs to be one kind of training for staff to understand the complexities I guess of people coming out so um, you know in terms of maybe some of the behaviors that you may expect not necessarily expect but you may come across if you're dealing with people that have experienced kind of complex trauma or if they've got um, you know for example ADHD or if they've got um, particular needs that maybe need to be um, understood in order to fully get the most out of them and for them to get engaged in that so I think there needs to be that mentoring service and there needs to be that training for staff in order to make it as successful as possible but if you did that you know I think you there is so much creativity there is so much untapped talent and entrepreneurs within within the prison estate and by giving someone a chance that is a massive thing for them because all their lives they may have they may not have had that opportunity to be given that chance and I think just that just that chance is symbolic of of someone trusting them and that's a massive massive issue for people that that have been you know essentially let down but have also let others down as well so I think with the right support in place with the right kind of training in place um, then with that you would you would get a completely kind of enriched experience um, which I would completely not advocate on on any level really um so yeah really rewarding 
Wow. The, the passion you have there is infectious. <laughs> yeah. Come on, everyone. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, so, I believe it. So if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, yes, why not? Let's do it. Uh, or yeah. want to find out some more about your trainings, how would they contact you, Sarah? Yeah, so um, you contact me lots of different ways. So I'm my email, info at penalreformsolutions.com. So you can throw us an email. You can have a look at our website, www.penalreformsolutions.com. Um, if you want to see us on Twitter, so it's Sarah underscore Lewis 30, but just search Penal Reform Solutions. We also have something called the Growth Alliance. So that's basically trying to get like-minded people together um, that want to reduce social harm in society and create a kind of more healthier, kind of connected society. Um, and we do that. We do lots of events where we talk about, I guess, some of the success stories, which don't normally get voiced. I think it's normally when people do things wrong. Um, that's where you kind of get the um, that's where you get the news. But there's so much success stories in terms of what goes on. So if you want to join the Alliance, you can do that through our website. Um, it's absolutely free. And it's just about getting like minded people together to inject hope and um, and push change, I guess, within our systems. Um, so, yeah email twitter instagram just search penal reform solutions facebook penal reform solutions we're uh, we're everywhere on every pretty much every platform so yeah please get in touch it would uh, i i think it's it's something that i feel really passionate about and i kind of think just by having organizations the more organizations we have on board um the better i think and um what what organizations get from it is is really rewarding so it's worth the risk and we support you with the risk in the sense of you know um just talking you through that and making sure that all those uncertainties are kind of um discussed and managed so yeah with you the whole way fabulous fabulous thank you ever so much and, and maybe it might be and this is just an idea if there is somebody who's been through the prison system and been gainfully employed or an entrepreneur that would like to be interviewed to get so they could put their side of the story forward there is that, be happy if you could send them our way and um yeah. happy to share their story i think that would be fabulous yeah we have many and i know i know exactly the people so i will get them in touch with you john and excellent, um excellent. yeah brilliant all right thank you and thank you ever so much sarah for sharing your passion and your insights no worries anytime it's lovely to be invited thanks so much right. and until next time i will talk to you soon